Hey guys, this is Erin Nicole. And Janae Antoinette. And we are Grief AF. No, we are Grief as fuck. <laughs> hey y'all, this is Erin Nicole, and I'm actually here with a solo episode. I know in um, episode one, we told you guys that we wanted to discuss our individual journeys and what we really been have been up to the last two years. So this is my episode, Mother AF. And I really just wanted to talk about um, what my my motherhood journey has looked at looked like um, from finding out I was pregnant to um, ending my relationship with my daughter's father in the middle of my pregnancy um, to grieving the fact that my mom was not there with me during my pregnancy um, and, and grieving the fact that she's not here now, you know. Um, I really want to just uh, talk about all that stuff and um, hopefully this episode will encourage and help someone or um, help someone who may be going through the same things that I went through. So I'll start back from the beginning. In 2020, I was in a relationship and I was all in love and planning my life with this person and that, that led to me becoming pregnant. Um, it wasn't a planned pregnancy, um, honestly. Prior to, prior to my mama passing, I, I didn't even really want kids or know if I wanted kids. Um, and then when my mom passed, there was like this longing to to create a bond with a child like how I had with my mom. So specifically a daughter. Um, and I think that it was, it was something that I knew I wanted, but was I ready right then and there? No. Um, but I, I remember taking the pregnancy test and, and being in the bathroom by myself, freaking out. Um, and I, I was in tears and I, I couldn't tell if I was crying because I was afraid because this was a new journey that I, I didn't know if I was ready for, or if I was cr- crying because my first immediate thought when I took that pregnancy test was, Oh shoot, how am I going to tell my mom? Like, just like, like a like that was my first thought and then um thinking like wait a minute my mom not she's not here like I don't have to tell her and then that hitting me where it was just like oh shoot I'm freaking out because my mom is not here here it is um this is a milestone this is a a a a big thing that's occurring in my life and I don't have my mom here to share the news with and I don't have her to to be here to help me through this process so I think that was when um, my grief really took a, a huge turn um, and it really became even more complicated than what my grief already was. Adding this to the equation really, um, really was was scary to me because it was just like, this is unknown territory. Um, and, and the person I want to be here with me during this process is, is not here to help me through this. So I really feel like that was the beginning of um, like just a lot of stress during my pregnancy. Um, not only dealing with the emotions of my mom not being here, but I just had a lot going on. I I had extreme morning sickness. Like So the first trimester of my pregnancy, I couldn't even keep water down without like just, it was just intense to the point where I had to get prescribed medication. And um, something that really affected me during my pregnancy was my first doctor's appointment. 
you guys have to remember this is during the pandemic. So um, I was going to doctor's appointments alone. Um, well, nobody could come in with me. So that that in itself was a scary situation. Um, but I remember in particular my first doctor's appointment, meeting with my midwife and them going through the family history questions. And when they got to the family history of like my parents, um, their medical history, um, I remember the doctor asking about my mom. And this is the first time um, I'm even discussing um, particular, um, particular surrounding my mom's death. So when they got to those questions, I remember them asking about my mom and I had to tell them like she's deceased. And of course they asked like, okay, you know, cause of death. And I, I remember telling them, you know, a pulmonary embolism. And then I had to tell them after that, like that my mom's brother passed away as well from that same, um, same thing from a pulmonary embolism. And I remember my midwife looking at me kind of like, okay, like, and she sat there in silence for a minute and she was like, well, she's like, I, I, I think because of your family history, we should um, be a little cautious and we should run some tests. So she's like, I'm going to refer you to a high risk doctor and, and get you some blood work. And so I'm like freaking out because I'm like, okay, whoa, like all I did was tell you my family history. Now you're referring me to a high risk doctor. Like, that was a lot to take in. I, I remember being so scared. I went and took tests. They, they ran so many tests on me. And um, I went on vacation. I, I did a trip with my sister and my cousin. And this was maybe a couple of weeks after I did all my blood work. And we were, me and my sister had went out one particular night. And it was like 9 o'clock. And my phone was ringing. And it was my doctor calling. I'm like, let me get this because it's it's late. Like, why like why is my doctor calling this late? And I, I answer the phone and my doctor's like, um, this is the high risk doctor that I was referred to, by the way. She's like, um, hey, um, we got your lab work back. And this is how she's saying it. Like instantly there was no like build up or anything. She's like, We got your lab work back and um your your blood work came back abnormally low. Um, and you, you're, you have a protein S deficiency. And she was like, so we're going to prescribe you, um, Lovenox and you're going to have to give yourself shots in the stomach. And I promise you y'all, she's saying it just like this. So I'm like, wait, what? Like, slow down. You're telling me I gotta, I have to give myself shots in the stomach. And I'm like, I'm not a medical person. So I'm asking all these questions. I'm like, what is a protein S deficiency? What does that mean? What is Lovenox? Now you're telling me I got to give myself shots in the stomach and I'm pregnant. What is that going to look like? How is that going to work? And she's like, oh, um, I'm like, do I have any other alternatives? And she's like, well, um, you could either give yourself shots in the stomach or you can run the risk of getting blood clots. And she was like, and, and that'll that'll be detrimental to you. Uh, that could be detrimental to you or your child. And so I'm like, blood clots, like, whoa pulmonary embolism, blood clots, that it was extremely triggering because, again, my mom passed away from a pulmonary embolism. Um, so I, I, um, I remember being like so scared and feeling like, okay, like 
I'm 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 hearing words that you that I'm hearing words that are so triggering to me because that's how my mom passed away. And I'm like, and you're telling me this, you're te- like you're telling me this in a manner where it's like, oh so nonchalant and I remember getting off the phone and like freaking out and telling my sister and she's like, Okay, let's go and we were in the middle of the street and I'm I'm crying, she's crying, and she's like, I, I don't know who to call. Like I like who should I call? Like who can I call to to help us in this situation? Who can I call? And even that in that situation made me realize like, yo, like my mom is not here to 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 even protect me or make me feel safe in this this situation. I know if my mom was here, if I called her and told her this news, baby, the type of person my mama was, she was like, she would have been like, look, God has the final say. We gonna pray. We gonna we gonna get this situation under control, and you gonna be all right. And like I felt like so uncovered in that moment not knowing who I could call to tell this news. Um, and, and somebody like, I needed somebody to help me through that situation. Um, but we eventually, I, I ended up, uh, my sister ended up calling my god mom and we ended up um, telling her the situation. And she, she was such a huge help in that moment. Um, and I remember one of the biggest things she told me was, baby, you got to get a new doctor. Because she's like, for your doctor to be so insensitive, knowing um, your family history, knowing the situation, and for her to to not take that into consideration with how she moves with you, like moving forward, you don't want that that type of doctor. Um, so I had to go through the process of finding another doctor, and once I did, um, that doctor informed me of of like all the information I needed to know regarding um uh, my protein S deficiency and letting me know like that the Lovenox was the best option for me. So here I am pregnant n- without my mom around. Um this is new territory for me and I I have to I now have this protein S deficiency. I'm now officially high risk. And I had to give myself shots in the stomach from the time I was four months pregnant, literally up until um, six weeks after I gave birth um, to my daughter. Um, so I have all of this going on. And like right after I find all of this information out, I get COVID. And I have to isolate, I have to quarantine and all of this type of stuff. And I just was so scared because we we know like around this time or this is this is April 2021 when I got COVID. Um, there was a lot of stuff swirling around about how COVID was, how vicious it was. And I had seen people pass away from it and I had seen all the effects that it can take. So I'm kind of freaking out because okay I'm I'm concerned like what does this look like for me but what does it look like for my child and there was so many questions I had and I'm having all this anxiety surrounding this COVID situation on top of the anxiety I already was feeling um and and I was I was I was freaking out so 
I'm like, here's another thing that to just add on to to what I already have going on. And then shortly after I I got COVID, you know, I got through that. Um, I I made the decision to to end things with my daughter's father. Um, and I I'll give back context so so that you guys know. Um, in 2020, when when we started dating. You know, I I fell in love with this man and and who who he was or and all of that. And then when I got pregnant, you know, this was this was something that although we did not plan it in this moment, we discussed it. We we knew we wanted to be together. We knew we wanted to start a life together. We knew we wanted to you know build a family. Um, but yes, was it was it shocking to the both of us? Absolutely. Um, but I think that. I never got the adequate support that I needed from him um and and the support that he told me he was gonna give me um I never received that my my entire pregnancy uh and I remember discussing this with him like hey like I'm not feeling that I'm not feeling like you're you're in this I'm not feeling like you feel so disconnected. Here it is. When I told you I was pregnant, you made all these promises to me, and you're telling me like you're gonna be here and and you're gonna um, cater to me and support me through this process, and and I got you and all this type of stuff. And now, as my pregnancy goes on, you're feeling. I remember having a conversation with him, and I was like, "Hey, are you even happy about this baby? You don't you don't acknowledge that I'm pregnant." You don't touch my belly. It was like he didn't even discuss it for for a, a minute. It was just like, I don't know if he was in denial or what, but it was just like, it was like pulling teeth with him to even have conversations about the fact that I was a pregnant. And, and I think I went into preparation mode and, and mommy mode so quick. And, and I remember us having a conversation and I, I told him like, hey, you know, I'm in mommy mode and, and I I want us to be in parent mode and, and, and start preparing for our child. And he told me, um, I'll get in daddy mode when we get, when I'm in a delivery room. So can you imagine being pregnant and talking to your spouse and, and, and them telling you that it's just like, you're going to get in daddy mode when I get in the delivery room. What about right now while I'm pregnant? What, how am I supposed to feel secure? while I'm pregnant, like I need support. I need, I need your help during this process. And I didn't get it. I, I communicated in multiple ways that I needed it. And, and ultimately I had to step back and make a decision that was not only best for me in that moment, but in the long run, um, I, I got back into therapy and I, I discussed it with my therapist and just was kind of letting her know like all the emotions that I was feeling and one of the biggest things that she she kept telling me was you have to put yourself first your child can feel all of your emotions she can feel all of everything you have going on so she's like if you're stressed if you're sad if you're if anything that you're feeling your child feels and so I, I went into mommy bear mode of being like, hey, I got to protect myself. I got to protect my seed by any means necessary, even if that means walking away from her father, even if that means 
walking away from the ideal uh the ideas of of being in a a relationship and and being with my child's father and and making this relationship work and you know you have all these ideas you never expect that you're going to get pregnant and be a single mom so for me I was I had to grieve the idea of what I wanted my life to be like uh for the people that don't know me I'm I'm a planner so um I'm getting emotional talking about it because this is something um, that I even share with my therapist and she shed a lot of light, but um, I'm a planner. So I'm, I have my whole life planned out, (laughs) y'all. And I know that may sound crazy, but I've always been so structured. I knew, you know, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get my degree. I'm going to, you know, work and start my own business. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. It was very, like I had everything planned out. And I feel like the last four years have been so um, unexpected. And I ha- I have no control. Right? I have no cr- control. Grief, with grief, you don't, you don't, know what to expect you don't know how what it looks like and um I think my pregnancy highlighted that so much and it was so hard to to come to the terms with everything that I did not have control over I didn't have control over the fact that my mom wasn't here I didn't have control over the fact that I was pregnant and she's not going to be able to be in that delivery room. I didn't have control over the fact that here it is. I'm going through a breakup during my pregnancy and I don't have my mom to console me. I don't have the support that I felt like I, I needed and the the love and the the support I felt like I know my mom would have given me. And it's no shade to any of my other support system because they were great during this process. They picked up a lot of um, a lot of slack. They they helped me so much during my pregnancy. But I know that if my mom was here, if my mom was um, was around during my pregnancy, I know that she would have covered me in such a way that nothing would have mattered. Not me being high risk not my 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 child's father not being there like I needed him to um none of that would have mattered to me because she would have covered me she would have covered me in prayer she would have covered me in love like so I I missed that like I craved that during my entire pregnancy and I just remember being so so sad and depressed and like really just having to fight through that every day like I I there was a time where one day I just, it was so heavy. My grief was so heavy this one day. I remember walking down in the kitchen and my dad was in the kitchen and I just remember him looking up at me and I was bawling. And he's like, baby, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm just like, I miss mom so much. Like, it was so heavy because it was just like, I felt so alone during my pregnancy, y'all. Like, I felt so alone, and like I said, I just know my mom would have would have made up for that. I know my mom would have 
would have helped with with those feelings so much. And and honest, I I questioned a lot my pregnancy. I questioned so much during my pregnancy. Um, I was actually I was pregnant at the same time as my best friend and 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 my cousin, um, who's like a sister to me. We were all pregnant at the same time, and it was actually so many people pregnant while I was pregnant, and unintentionally I just remember seeing how everyone's pregnancies were going and everybody having like supportive partners and like they're just they're like them being so happy and I'm not gonna lie there was there was like this inwardly I don't want to say I was jealous but I was I was sad that it was just like a god why I gotta go through why why my pregnancy got to be so hard like why can't i just be happy why can't i just bring bring life in and it just be you know a a easy journey of pregnancy uh um why can't like why can't i have a supportive partner why can couldn't my mom be here during this process it was just so many questions that i was feeling and i was seeing all my friends and everybody and it was like I'm happy I'm happy for y'all but it was just like I wanted I longed for that for myself and I I felt cheated and it was a lot of like I said it was a lot of depression that came in just from the fact that my pregnancy just was not ideal and I don't want to sound all sad and depressing because there is light there has been light my biggest blessing came on September 2nd Despite everything that I went through during my pregnancy, despite the morning sickness, despite the grief, despite um, the lack of support that I got, um, despite being a single mom, like pushing her out, getting her here, um, I felt so strong. I felt empowered in that delivery room. Um, looking in her eyes after I gave birth to her, I felt so hopeful. I felt so much strength in that moment. And it was like, this is worth it. Like everything I went through was worth it because I gave birth to this and I have the opportunity to love on her and, and, and pour into her exactly like how my mom poured into me and loved on me like that feeling of looking in Sony's face I felt like wow like this is unconditional love this makes up for everything I get to be a mom and I had the best example of what a mom could be it it, like it really did it it overshadowed everything um so that's that's my light like she's my reason and I'm not going to say my grief went away after I gave birth to her. Things have been hard. Things have been hard. My my grief of of feeling like man, I know my mom would have loved Sony. Like my daughter is so lovable. I know my mom would have <laughs> she would have cared for her. She would have loved on her. Um, and it's just a lot of things I wouldn't have to deal with and I wouldn't have to struggle with, um, when it comes to being a single mom, like I know my mama would have picked up a lot of the slack. I know she would have just helped me in so many areas and it's no shade 
to to any of my support, my village. It's no shade to them because I, I have a great village. They have helped me tremendously during this single mom process, the single mom journey. They helped me tremendously with my child, with with Sony. They they've really stepped up in a lot of areas that they didn't didn't they didn't have to. Um but I know my mom would have been a um amazing grandma to Sony. Um I'm I'm also still still grieving a lot in the sense of my how I wanted my life to look. I never would in a million years would have imagined I would be a single mom. I never in a million years would have imagined that I would would be in a position where I'm I'm holding it down but holding it down practically alone to be honest. I um I I think that's something that I'm still coping with. I'm still coping with the fact that my life didn't turn out how I thought it would how I thought it would turn out. Um and and for me it's just like I've come to terms with, you know what? It's okay. Like it's okay that things didn't go the way you thought they would. I'm I'm hopeful that that things will turn out even better. And on top of me being hopeful, I have the best person to to do this life with and do this life for. And that's my daughter. Like she makes everything worth it. I promise you guys, she makes everything worth it. Although my grief is, it's still here. Although my grief is still very much so complex. I'm managing it. I'm getting through it. And finding ways to to come out on top. So I really want to encourage um, anyone who is listening who may be going through the same thing I'm going through or that I went through, um, being pregnant and and not having your mom there, um, being pregnant and maybe not having your spouse there, not having your partner, um, ending a relationship, being a single mom. I really want to encourage you guys um, and let you know that you can make it through. You just really have to, you have to push yourself. You have to do things that, um, that, spark joy and bring peace um there were so many key key things that I remember throughout my pregnancy that that just gave me that extra push especially with everything I had going on and I just want to share those with you um obviously the first one being getting back into therapy um I actually was not in therapy um when I got pregnant I had stopped going to therapy um just because I felt like you know I had reached a point me and my therapist had discussed that I had reached a point where I was able to really utilize the tools that she had given uh, that she had given me and I was I was going through life utilizing those tools but when I got pregnant I got back into therapy and that was so helpful with my my depression and like just really helping me through my thought process helping me me through um feeling overwhelmed and helping me through navigate through my decision and my process of grief and my process of of becoming a mother that really helped me um so I, I would encourage anybody who's listening definitely get back into therapy or definitely get into therapy find you a, a, a good therapist to to help you during this journey but I also had an amazing doula 
my doula was there from beginning to end and y'all she helped me so much not even just with with making sure my daughter got here and uh, helping me um prepare in that aspect of making sure I'm prepared for my daughter she helped me mentally she helped me um help me with my confidence she helped me with um with really what I could expect as becoming a mother but also she she instilled so much in me so much wisdom um letting me know what I deserved letting me know um that I could I could set the tone for how not only my my pregnancy was going to go but how my birth was going to go but how my life was going to go like just giving me like really good tools and really good wisdom on how how to maneuver and and with becoming a mom she was such a a, a great help so um having that doula was very important to me and then just your support system y'all like really really getting clear on who you can trust who you can rely on because this this is not an easy journey pregnancy is not an easy easy journey grief is not an easy journey becoming a mom and and being a single mom is not an easy journey so really make sure you are clear on who your support system is weed it out if you have to i think that's so important with the weeding out process when you get pregnant a lot of things change a lot of things shift making sure you know hey this is my core group and being vocal and honest and transparent and vulnerable with them letting them know hey this is this is what i'm going through i had to really really dig deep in i had moments where i had to like call people and just cry and vent and even now i still do like and not being afraid to to ask for help not being afraid to to open up with people and let them in and let them help you i think those are are like my my biggest things that i would share as far as what helped me get through but what i know would be beneficial to anybody that is that is in this particular uh particular predicament um so i i hope that my journey i hope me sharing me being vulnerable and transparent i hope that it resonates with you guys i hope that you get something from this episode i hope that you um you're touched by it and I just, I just hope this episode was helpful. So, this is Mother AF. That's it. Thanks for listening to Grief AF Podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on IG and Twitter at grief underscore AF. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube, Grief AF, period.